Hello and welcome to the I'm Walking Here podcast. Come and listen as some idiots talk about sports and give their takes for a while. Welcome to another episode of I'm Walking Here. I'm your resident master as always, Ian Cusick. Join my good friend, the New Yorker, Bryce Olds. Bryce, I hear you breathing heavily here. Uh, how you doing mm. tonight? I was preparing for this this episode that we have to do. Um, well, I'm doing well tonight, but when this comes out, it's, uh, I'm going to be a gonna be older. That's right, you fucking boomer. Yeah, this will be Ian. your birthday, because Saturday is your birthday. Ian, you turned 25 months ago. Uh, are you sure about that? Yeah. You know, that that is a rumor that ESPN may or may not have published that I didn't. ESPN. I don't know. We're talking I mean, sports right now, so ESPN, I guess. Look, it's just you know how it be the you know it's boomer time. You know how it is. Um, but there's there's there is one thing I want from you. Uh, for my birthday this what year. What would you like from me? And I and I and I referenced this. I didn't want to tell you what it was because I wanted the pure reaction. I want you to stop with this general grievous bullshit. Please. No, I'm not. I'm. I maintain. Please. That I'm begging. Even though Obi Wan Kenobi should have wiped the floor with him, I think he wiped <laughs> the floor with him a little too easily. He really didn't, though. The motherfucker has four lightsabers. And. He didn't wipe him easily at all, to be honest. I, I disagree. I think I think Grievous... Was he almost killed his ass. Barely. I uh, think... Yeah, he barely almost killed him. Yeah, okay, whatever. Should have put up more of a fight. That's my... That's oh, I, I, may, listen, I will maintain that stance. That That's all I want, is you to stop this, this general Grievous agenda. That's hey, all I want. I, you know... I disagree with you and Raza's notions. You saw what I did to Raza when he told me he was going to write the essay. What did you do to Raza? Oh, <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, I do remember. That was evil. <laughs> I knew what I was doing. Oh, yeah, we know. Note to any listeners, if you try to piss me off, I will send the box. I, I, am, I am telling you my friend needs an essay written, and he will pay. <laughs> Oh man, two and a half minutes already. Jeez. Yeah. That's <laughs> that's, a, that's that's you know that's what we do. So uh, we've got some uh, NFL things to talk about before we mm-hmm. go right to our recap and picks. Um, Lamar Jackson. Yeah. You just... so eloquently said that he is quote laying meat. Um, you're planning this episode I, as per I, the notes that I have. Uh. That didn't have to come out, but you know it, it did, so it's out there now. Well, okay, that Lamar he is. Though. I mean, slaying, he is playing meat. Uh, he really do be though. He do. He do. I mean, I, I did not think he'd do it to the Texans like that. I didn't think he'd do it to the Patriots like that either, but he did. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, they blew the Texans out. It was. It, that was a massacre. It was crazy. Um, it's pretty clear that the top two teams, in whichever way you put them, are the Patriots and the Ravens in the AFC. Oh, but, yeah. I don't think it's close right now. I mean, for the AFC, definitely not. Every other team just has two big issues. I mean, I'm watching the Texans game right now. That offensive line is going to get Deshaun Watson killed. The Chiefs are just... The Chiefs have, have nothing on defense. They don't have defense. They don't have a defense at all. Um, I mean, they might not even. I mean, the Raiders right now look the look Raiders like a threat. Looking good. Well, no, I mean, a threat to win the AFC West, not a threat to do much else. Yeah, but they, they've still. I mean, Jesus, it's it's crazy. I, I just Lamar has really. I'm glad he's doing this because everyone, including myself, I was not really. I wasn't hopeful. After that playoff game against the Chargers last year, I just I was not hopeful. 
I, I won't say I gave up. I was like, oh, I don't know, man. He doesn't look great. And everyone was saying the whole offseason, like, oh, he can't throw the deep ball. He can't do this. He can't do that. Um, He can. He can now. That's for damn sure. Uh, Yeah, no. He deep can ball do it now. absolutely an asset now from Lamar Jackson, which oh, yeah. if you guys remember the older episodes where we were talking about the <laughs> you... Marquise Brown pick, <laughs> yeah. I, said, I said, hey, I'm not really sure how I feel about this pick yet. Because he's a deep threat guy, and Lamar Jackson is not a deep threat quarterback. Well, um, yeah, he's a uh, well, welcome to welcome to the you know the funhouse treatment. I, I won't be like Francesca, you know. You, you well, can do the you know, uh, I never said that, but I, I've I've made the I never said that joke before. It was striker was on actually. It was the baseball. Like the baseball review, but yeah, I, Lamar Jackson, he looks. It really switches off every week. Who's the MVP front runner? Some weeks it's Lamar Jackson. Some weeks it's Russell Wilson. I mean, it's really between those two, and I don't think anyone else is going to win it. No, I think, I think it is. Uh, it's, it's one of them. Those two right now. Yeah. Um, people are saying Christian McCaffrey. I could see nope. him winning Offensive Player of the Year and not MVP, but. No, I don't think they do that anymore. I think if a QB wins MVP, they're going to win Offensive Player of the Year, too. I mean, two, Mahomes two did it last ago, year. Uh, but the year before, Brady won MVP, and Todd Gurley won Offensive Player of the Year. Well, guess what? Last year, it was Mahomes twice. So, Mahomes uh, squared, right? No, it's, it's I, I'm not good with math. That's why what? I do the show. What? What? I mean, not squared. Never mind. We're going to have to cut that out. Redacted. Where, where, where's the to the second power to the second power Mahomes that's the same thing it is squared okay I am well I'm, I'm not sure what you're referring to we off the we off the perk 30 all right let's keep it moving <laughs> I'm so confused right now but when we talk about elite QB play the exact opposite is uh one quarterback who uh you know what? I'm not even gonna Mitch trubisky's ass yeah you just come out and say it. Uh, he's he ain't he ain't good. That's for sure. He's he got been a, for, he got benched for Chase Daniel last week. Yeah, uh, he's a massive disappointment, and I think it's even worse. Um, it, it this team is so eerily reminiscent of the Jaguars team from uh twenty seventeen or no twenty eighteen eighteen not not seventeen. Well, no, I no, guess. I think... Well, I think 17 was the right one. Oh, wait. Oh, no. 18 no, 17. Is to how they, 17 well, is when yes. they were elite, made the playoffs, and didn't quite do good. 18, you're referring to how they had, like, a, a relapse. Well, 17, they made the AFC Championship, and then yeah. they lost. Um, and then the next year, they actually started really hot, and completely after that, collapsed on themselves. The Bears are just kind of collapsing right now. Well, the Bears never even got hot. They just collapsed. Yeah. Um, and now with the Vikings and Packers both playing pretty well, um, uh, I don't think they make the playoffs. I don't I think, think it's too it. much of a hot take to say that of all the starters no, in the I think... North right now, Trubisky's the worst. I'll take Jeff Driscoll over him, if we're being honest. You, th- you okay. We might be pushing the envelope a little. Driscoll's there. been playing decently enough. Trubisky's uh, been a li- He's been an outright liability. There has been games where he, I mean, most of their losses, you could say he's been an outright liability, honestly. Even some um, of his wins, they win in spite of him. <laughs> so I don't want to... I haven't won a lot of games. Say. Driscoll, he started two games this season, I think. He's actually looked better than Trubisky has. I, I think that might be a little bit of a stretch, but... Um, I'm, I'm going to disagree that it's a, a stretch. I think You would really take Jeff Driscoll over Mitch right now. I would take... I'm not saying that's... Every starting quarterback in the NFL right now and a few backups over Trubisky. I'm not saying that's completely ridiculous, but I'm not going to agree with that. That might be pushing it. Um, I would take the majority of quarterbacks over him. Uh, there's definitely more than 31 quarterbacks I take over him. Easily. Well, well, yeah. I, I would take every normal starter in the NFC North over him by a mile. I mean, Rodgers for sure. 
Kirk, especially this year. Uh, Matt Stafford. Matt Stafford is also looking pretty good. He's hurt right now, unfortunately. But yes, um, he is hurt. But when he was playing, definitely. Yeah. Um, Mitch is just an embarrassment. I mean, there's been trade rumors with um, with Cam Newton, but uh, after what Kyle Allen did last week with the four picks against Atlanta, yeah, they Shout might need to Kyle c- Allen for uh, mm-hmm. seemingly being a decent pickup considering how stinky the uh, Falcons are on defense. I actually did the same thing, Um, and it did not work at all. I should have picked up Jeff Driscoll. Um, Yeah, I mean, Kyle Allen, uh, I think the Panthers need to cool down those trade talks a little because they were getting a little too jumpy. Uh, Maybe, I mean. I mean, even like... It's weird because they have Will Greer. That's right. They haven't used Greer once this nope. season. Hasn't even seen I, field. I'm not sure if they're just like not not even like when they were getting beat up by the Niners. They, they didn't even bring him out. I don't know why. Why they didn't take him? It just doesn't make sense. I I don't know. Kyle Allen. He he looks like the future of the Panthers when they're playing bad teams. When they're playing a good team, uh, he looks like the future of the XFL. Uh, <laughs> he, he does not look like he belongs anywhere near an NFL roster when a when a good, tough team comes to town. I mean, and like, even saying that, the Falcons were, what, 2-7 and seven going into that game? Uh, yes. They did just beat the Saints, which... Admirable. Inexplicable. Inexplicable. It's, but... it's admirable, but still. Um, you can't play like that. You, really, you just can't. And you can't expect to be the franchise guy. I mean, you, you, the Cam Newton's still there, son. He, he ain't gone yet. I mean, maybe he will be come the offseason. But he's still there. And I got to think, even if he's even on IR right now after this game, they got to be thinking he probably still should be the guy. And not this year. Um, He's not coming back this year, but... No, he, he can't come next back this year. year. Um, personally, I think they're going to try and go with Kyle Allen going forward because he'll be the cheaper option. I mean... Um, I don't know if that's necessarily the right option, but um, I think not. that's the direction they're going to go take it. I mean, realistically, whether you put Cam Greer or Kyle Allen in the spot, Christian McCaffrey is the engine of this offense. No matter who's a QB, really. Even if it was Cam, it'd still be McCaffrey running the show. So, with that being said, um, I just can't see... I don't know. I just I don't know what they're going to do. I think they're going to go with the best option they can. Whether they think that's Kyle Allen or Cam, I'm going to exclude Greer because they just refuse to even play him. Um, I don't know. Maybe they just don't think he's even ready yet. Maybe not. Maybe he isn't. But I gotta think like if Kyle Allen has another game like that, you gotta have it in the back of your mind that we might have to play Will Greer. You didn't draft Will Greer in the third round to not play him. If you know Kyle Allen isn't the answer. Yeah. Um. I mean, either way, like I said, McCaffrey's really the the engine of that offense. No matter what way you spin it. Um. The season he's having is outstanding. Uh, nothing, nothing less than outstanding. And um, I got, I got, I just gotta say thank you for passing up on him in our in our draft. Uh, I really appreciated that. You know what? I'm a man of the people. What can I say? <laughs> man of the people. I. It's just. I mean, I didn't. I knew McCaffrey. McCaffrey had a big year last year. And I knew um, he was going to have as good, if not better, of a year. Realistically, going forward, are you? Uh, there's got to be a point where you have. It's not that kind of league. You can't lean on your running back for that long. You just can't do it. Uh, you can't rely. And we see it with Saquon this year. Saquon got beat down and hurt and dinged up and. He's he, he can't do shit anymore. He he's not doing shit this year. He's injured. 
He's not 100%. And if you're not 100% at running back, you're not going to be effective. Um, so there, And it, it, I'm not saying I want it to happen, of course, but the reality of being a running back in the NFL is you're going to get popped eventually. Like, you're going to get hit hard and you're going to get bruised up and dinged up. And there's already been a lot of times this year where McCaffrey's shown up on the injury report, but he goes in that week anyway and gets like 30 touches, which is absurd. There's going to be a point where that's not going to work. You have to have a quarterback you can rely on. Yeah, definitely. And This isn't, you know, old-time football anymore. You can't just rely on a running back to lead you to greatness. No, it's not, not the 90s. It's just not. I'd even say earlier than the 90s. Well, early 90s was the last time it really, like, worked with Emmett Smith and the boys. True. But even then, that team it had Michael Irvin, Troy Aikman. That offense was just absurd. Yeah, so it, it was. That, it was a complete offense, but the engine was Emmett Smith. He won the rushing title all those years. Of course, yes. Um, but with three Hall of Famers on that offense, there's not three Hall of Famers on that Panthers offense. No, there's not. Reality. McCaffrey could make a case for himself sometime in the future, but yeah, he's also but no one his, else. What third season? Yeah, wait, fourth, it's, third or fourth? I think it's his third because um, I think he was in the Baker or the not the Baker, the Miles Garrett draft. Maybe. I just think personally, um, like we saw with the we saw it with the Rams, they tried to they tried to put their entire offense, they tried to run the machine of their offense through Gurley, and it worked to a extent. It worked until he got hurt. It, it worked sure. until he got dinged up, and that's the reality. Once he gets dinged up, I mean, the Rams had all that talent on the outside. They had all, they had all those receivers. They had Cup. Well, they didn't have Cup in the Super Bowl, but they had, they had Brandon Cooks. They had plenty of options to throw to. I don't think they had Cup at all last season. He was on IR the whole time, wasn't he? No, he got hurt um, like mid-season. He got like really hurt though. It was bad. Um, but he played a little. He was probably their best receiver last year for, until he got hurt. But they, like I said, they had all those guys. They had all those weapons. Three points in the Super Bowl because Gurley wasn't 100%. That you cannot run your offense through running back. It's why I, I wanted a QB when it was the Barkley pick. It's why teams are reaching on QBs in early because you need that guy. You do. I mean, I've already made my point about it. it's. You can't rely on just a running back anymore. You need a complete offense. Yeah. Usually around a franchise quarterback to be successful. You just you can't get away with that anymore without having that. None of the none of the teams in since like the early two thousands. You look at all those teams; they're built on either great QB play or great offensive play with behind the QB being their best player or amazing defensive play. There's and generally you want a better offense because the defense that's hit or miss. Um. Well, it's worked in the past. It hasn't. It's worked. The better only defense. Been like two amazing defenses that have gone on to win the Super Bowl. You got the Orange Crush defense from the 2015 Broncos. Which look at them now. They've they fizzled out a apart. great amount. There's yeah. only like there's only a handful of guys left over from that team. Yeah. And it's like Von Miller, Chris Harris. Um, I think Derek Wolf's still there. Um, it, Shane Ray's a free agent, I think, but he was a big part of that too. But uh, there were just a lot of guys on that team that were super helpful for him then, but now they're elsewhere, and you can kind of tell this team that team's not good. Yeah. And then you got uh the two thousand Ravens with uh, Ray Lewis and well, that team. There's been more cases. Uh, there's I. Those are the two big ones, though. Really. All right. Yeah, I see you. I see you. It's all right, though. 
Leaving out the, I mean, o- I, I the 07 okay. Giants. I don't... All right. If we're talking about all-time great defenses, I think those are the two big ones from the past two decades that we really think about. They beat it. Obviously, the 07 <laughs> Giants had a really good defense. It was mostly the pass rush, though. I mean, those That's, those that's the most that important part. If you control the line, you control the line, you control the game. I understand how it works, but when you think of all-time great defenses, you really do think about Ray Lewis and those 2000 Ravens that that averaged like less than 10 points. That was probably the best defense we've seen forever. Uh, That defense was unfair. Um, The 07 Giants were great. Um, the, The 15 Broncos... I mean, all those Ravens, there's the Ravens have built their entire franchise history on good defense. Honestly. Yeah, literally. I mean, every time you think of the Ravens, even right now, I know Lamar Jackson's tearing up the league, but they still have a good defense. That defense, yeah, it's it, a lot of people talk about the offense. That defense is still absurdly good. Yeah, Earl yeah. Thomas has been a gem of a free safety. Marcus Peters and Marlon Humphrey. Yeah, they've been great. Might be the best cornerback tandem in the NFL right now. Yeah, there's something special in Baltimore. But it really is. So what's next? All right. So, now that we've uh, you know, uh praised and slandered everybody we've needed to. Uh let's just move on to our picks of the week because or actually no, we'll t- we'll start with our game of the week because our big big game of the week is Niners versus Packers. It's we're gonna we're gonna find some things out about both these teams. We are gonna see who is real and who is in this game. Uh we're gonna find out because I've I've heard now I haven't really heard it for the Packers as much, but I've certainly heard it for the Niners. A lot of people are calling them frauds, especially after the Seahawks loss. So, I hear, I've hear i actually heard more people calling them frauds after losing to the, or nearly losing to the Cardinals. Well, they almost did that twice, actually, in three weeks. Um, <laughs> I mean, these next, these next, the end of this season for the Niners is grueling. Uh, extremely grueling. They got the Packers this week, then they go to Baltimore. Then they go to New Orleans. Then they play the Falcons, who, I mean, they've won the last two games. I don't know where they'll be at this point, but we'll see. Then they play the Rams. Then they got to go to Seattle. That is growing. That's right. They lost in San Francisco or Santa Clara, technically. The, but... the end of this, the, these last, what, six games are going to define how, how the 49ers go. Um, I mean, at Baltimore, that is, that probably is a loss. I mean, we'll see, but I mean, I don't want to, I don't want to predict the future or anything, but I, I do, I am. Uh, I mean, up these next loss. three games in themselves, uh, playing the Packers and then going on the road against Baltimore and New Orleans is difficult. <laughs> they, it's it's a it's plausible they go over. It's not unrealistic. And they end; they'd be nine and four at that point if that happened. Um, I mean, these the easy games are over. It's we'll see. They got to make a name for themselves right now. Um, they got to show. They got to show us what they're going to do in January, and this is how. It's completely defined on these games. That being said, though, I did take the pack in this game because. Aaron Rodgers is not afraid of the road. Aaron Rodgers has never been afraid of the spotlight. And I don't think that's going to be a problem here. I mean, Aaron's been balling out this year. He's had a great year. Um, Absolutely has. He's he's someone else in the MVP race that you could keep. He's more of a dark horse. Um, I know he's like like number three on the odds right now behind Jackson. And. he probably should be like Wilson. fourth, fifth. Um, I don't remember what the odds exactly looked like, but I think he was like nine to one odds, which usually really good odds. But then you look at Lamar Jackson; he's like nine yeah. to five odds, which is just absurd. Russell Wilson, I believe, is seven to two. 
Yeah, uh, it's Rogers had a bounce back year last year. You know, was disappointing. They really did reload, and I know um, Packers do have two losses, and they were both kind of questionable. But um, you know, it's a good thing this isn't college football with all that stuff. Yeah, subjective. it's they don't look bad whatsoever. They they look good. The Packers look good, and I think. The Packers look very good. I could definitely see them winning this game. But um, I do have the Niners just because they're at home. If this game was in Green Bay, I'd say I'd take the Packers. I just don't think it matters to Rodgers. I really don't. And he's, I mean, he's a Cali kid. It's not like he's going to be thrown off by warm weather. You know what I mean? I definitely, I, you know, that's entirely valid. But at the same time. the Niners. That defense is certainly tough. The Niners' defense is not anything to, you know, turn away at. Jesus. That front seven is going to give them a it is. challenge, which yeah. I don't think Rodgers is going to be the reason why they lose this game in the slightest. I think Rodgers is going to have a magnificent game. I just think the rest of the team might have a hard time keeping up with uh, with uh, the defense. Yeah, it's they're going to need to see something from Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones is going to be a factor, or he has to be a factor if they want to win. Um, Absolutely. But I, I, I trust the pack in this game. They're not favored, but I, I, I can I, I can tip my hat to them and think confidently that they win this game. Now I'm going to look down this hill. Um, <laughs> All right, so uh, I'll just do the rest of my Week 12 picks because right. that's really the only big game we got this week. Um, so we got, I got the Texans who are currently losing 17. They got the, they got the ball the third quarter. So. No, they don't. Oh, they kicking off. Yeah, all right. Never, never mind. Yeah. They just got a field goal. That was fake news. All right. So, uh, Texans, uh, I got the Falcons, Bills, Bears, Steelers, Browns, Saints, Raiders, Seahawks, Lions, Titans, Patriots, Niners and Raiders. Uh, I got me the Texans, the Bears, the Falcons, the Bills, Browns, Saints, Raiders, Steelers, Lions, Hawks, Titans, Pats, Packers, and Ravens. I think Sunday night is the only one we don't have that we don't line up on. (laughs) All right. So, let's move on to college football because we got some games to talk about from last week. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and an unfortunate occurrence. Very unfortunate occurrence. uh, Very unfortunate for many parties involved. So, first up, we got Georgia versus Auburn. Georgia wins 21-14 on the road, as we both predicted. Um, I don't remember, actually. Yeah, I think we did both say that Georgia was going to win. I don't know. Well, they did, and they're going to keep their spot. That's, I mean, especially now. I mean, after that, uh, we'll get to the what happened. But yeah, I mean, they they got their big win. They needed that. They did. This was a huge, yeah. huge win, and uh, it's just massive for them. Um, another massive game for the Big Ten. Number twenty Iowa with the big upset against number eight Minnesota at home, uh, twenty three to nineteen. The universe hates fun. Yeah, it really does. Um, this completely mean. This means that we're getting a extremely cookie cutter final four. It's a game that also happened. Um, well, it's 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 upsetting. I mean, what did they beat Penn State for at this point? They may as well just lost. Giving our hopes up like that. Could you imagine, bro? We imagine the possibility of a Minnesota and Baylor infested Final Four. And now... I feel like that wouldn't I have mean, happened, well, think about if it. If did, it did, I, cool. It'd have to. Because the winner of the an undefeated Big Ten and Big 12 champion not getting in... Both of them? No, they'd have to. There's, there'd be no choice. They would definitely get in if that happened, but they both lost, and especially Baylor. We need to talk about that Baylor game because, wow. Yeah. 
uh, R.I.P. Yeah. We can just talk about it right now, I guess. Because uh, 34-31, Oklahoma, it wasn't an upset until, you know, it's just 28-3. How does this happen? It's, Why it's a... does this happen? There's someone, a real evil man, for doing this. <laughs> hey, I don't know if you saw this on Twitter, but... um. The Falcons were responding to uh, what was going on with Baylor blowing a 20-3 lead. And uh, there was some Falcons fan, and he was also a Baylor fan. That so the is, Falcons sent him a bunch of free tough. stuff, which was cool of them. That is extremely but, uh, that's tough. tough. Um, yeah, oh, it's, man. it's sad. Because Baylor, I mean, that was our last chance. <laughs> How is it? Now the Final Four is probably going to be like, a bunch of teams we've seen before, that's for sure. At the very least. Yeah, it's so it's boring. But, you know, it is what it is. However, one thing that really shakes up the picture is Tua going down with a season-ending well, and definitely college, college football, football career-ending career ending. knee. Uh, he's definitely not coming back. Um, and honestly, this shit, this, this causes a ripple effect that we don't really even know how deep it goes yet. Um, this means he's probably, he's not going to get, he's not going to be the first QB taken off the board. I can promise you that. Um, I mean, there were thoughts, they compared it to the Bo Jackson injury, which, um, I think, nah, what they said was, um. They were comparing it to Bo Jackson, but what everyone was saying about that afterwards is that Bo didn't know how the severity of his yeah. injury, so he kept playing on it. Yeah. So it was like the same kind of injury, but since Bo kept playing on it for a while, and Tua, you know, is pulling the plug on it right yeah. now, and he's getting the surgery. Um, it's gonna be better. He'll be able to. This play changes. This might affect the uh, Bama not even getting in to the college football playoff. Um, um, I think it depends. Well, think about on how it. the rest of the season goes. Well, yeah, if it, no, a, it's if they get a loss, it's probably over. they're dead. If they get a loss, if they lose another game, they're done. Um, but now you got to look at: do we want Tua without, or do we want Bama without Tua, and they didn't win the SEC, or do we want the? Like eleven and one Pac twelve champ in Oregon. That's healthy. I mean, they're gonna have to think about it. Personally, um, I don't know who you go with. Probably, I mean, in the past they've gone with Bama, um, but with their with their big draw out, maybe it's Oregon that gets in now. I mean, it's realistic, and it always was, but. Now it's like even more because I mean this is all assuming Georgia loses the SEC championship game, which I don't think that I don't think they win. I don't think that's realistic. But when um when you go over the logistics of that, if they do beat LSU in the SEC championship game. Now it's now it's not whether you put Bama or Oregon in. Now it's do you put LSU or Oregon in? And I definitely would go LSU. Um, they just had a better resume and they play in tougher. It, it shakes things up in college yeah. football right now. It only helps the players getting paid, you know, thing. Um, maybe they even look at how eligibility for the NFL draft works. I mean, because Tua would have been a top probably five pick last year. I mean, realistically. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you know, tank for Tua. That was the whole Dolphins thing. And the Dolphins are almost absolutely getting a top five draft pick this year. They might even maybe. be like top two or top three. I mean, they That's do still have to play. Bengals might go on with sixteen. 
you know, uh, you know what's interesting about that is that they would officially be the worst season ever since they had a worse record in the preseason than both the uh, Browns, well, they both went four and zero actually, and uh, the Lions the that went sixteen. Ooh. Yeah, the Bengals went one and three in the preseason, that would, so that yeah, would be the worst be, season in NFL history. Yeah, but um, cool. you know what irritates me the most about this Tua injury? Yeah, it was completely avoidable. Um, they had no reason. It to was throw avoidable. The ball there. They he, were up Saban didn't even want him to go back in on that drive. He won. You didn't. You don't necessarily have to bench Tua. You just don't have to throw at them um, unless you absolutely need to. It was like third and four or something like that. It's just, it's tough. What's the point? It's you want to. I know you. I I get where you're coming from, and my thing with that is he probably shouldn't even have been in the game. Um, Saban didn't want him in the game. From what I was seeing, Saban wanted to pull him, but he too insisted. He he wanted to play, so he let him. And that's fine, but you don't have to throw the ball with him unnecessarily. I get that he wants to sling the rock a little bit. I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna say that like you're wrong for wanting to do that. But I think it's also wrong to call a play like that when you're up twenty eight when, you know, you got a potential icon of like you got a potential franchise quarterback who's in a few dra- in a few months is gonna be drafted into the NFL. See? I just don't think it's a very good idea to be throwing the he ball was, with him on twenty eight. You want to be risking him. injury like that. I'm not saying it was selfish of him. Um, I just say I just think it was bad play calling. I understand that the the risk of an injury is, you know, you don't really think about it much. But I think that is something I mean, realistic that they just... have to think about when you know. I see where you're coming from, but I also don't really agree with that because they have no, they don't have any reason to pander to NFL franchises. I'm not, well, it's not just the NFL. Yes, now that that is the better argument, that you are affecting his future. That is where you should be going with that because that's, that's directly true. I mean, um, I'm just saying in general. I'm just saying in general. You're there's right. no Reason to be doing that. There's a multitude of reasons. Maybe I should have used that as my first reasoning, but it's not. It's not like it's there's only one he, distinct he reason should, why I shouldn't have been doing. I personally that. wouldn't have had him playing at that point. I mean, they're just up by so much. And Tua, I mean, he's been banged up so much already. You know, I mean, he has a pretty long injury history. Yeah, definitely. All the more and reason to not risk it with his injury. It's it's awful. He's definitely well. He's not playing again at Alabama. No, no, he's well. He's you know, he's, I mean, that he's not playing this season. Uh, I, he's probably leaving. the rest like, of his career. Back. And that it's yeah. sad because he was fun to watch. And he it's sad he never he won't get his Heisman. He wasn't gonna this year anyway. Burrow was gonna get it because he beat him. Um, he never got the high. He got robbed by Kyler Murray. He had a better year than Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray didn't have any business winning that Heisman. They probably didn't give it to. They didn't give it to. Yeah, and, they, and, they and they thought. And they thought like, oh, we got one more year for two. We can give it to him next year. Now he's done. Yeah. And Burrow was out playing him anyway. And so. now it's Burrow. Didn't matter. Um, it's unfortunate. I just I wish the best for Tua. Uh, I think we're gonna have to see how mobile he is after this. We're gonna have to see. Uh, there's no real evidence, uh, or there's no real thing we can go off of to um, to predict that. We're just gonna have to see when he comes back, whenever that is. the The thing that sucks the most is he went from being a surefire top three pick in the draft, and now he's a risk. Now he's a risk to draft because of a play that they, when they were up 28 against some bum team, and it's, it sucks. Yeah, it's it's unfortunate, and now I guess we can I look forward so. to seeing two of really the NFL. So. Um, 
I hope that works out. I mean, I know someone. He he's, will. He's going to be a first round draft. But now, sure. now the narrative the isn't how his talent. Now it's the injury. You know what I mean? I mean, that's that is definitely going to be the big driving factor. Yeah. It's just it sucks. All right, well, moving on to this weekend. I don't get why this game's at noon. I just don't understand it, because this game's huge. This is a potential Big Ten championship preview with uh, number eight number eight Penn State against number two Ohio State. Yes. Um, Shout out Raza. He's going to be at this game. This He's probably Well, I don't know why you said this is a Big too. Ten championship preview, considering they're both in the Big Ten East. Um Wait, it's not. Say, oh fuck me! No, they're not. <laughs> they are not. West. Well, unfortunately, yeah, like you, stupid. you, you right. said that this game is going to be big. Unfortunately, not really. Unless Penn State wins, which I don't think will happen. Um, I mean, this. Well, they're it's, favored it's by looking 18. like a heavy Ohio State favorite. Um, I got eighteen and a half. It's so. not really that big. It's not as big as we thought it was going to be. If they beat Minnesota, it was going to be probably the second biggest game of the year. I mean, if Penn State beats Ohio Mm -hmm. State, that's not entirely ridiculous. It's not the most ridiculous thing that you could think of. Um, I guess Penn State would probably go to the Big Ten Um, Championship, right? Instead of Ohio State. They'd yeah, unless they lost one. again. They'd both be 10-1 and one right now. They'd have tiebreaker. Unless they lost yeah. again, but... I I just... I definitely have yeah, Ohio so State, too. I, I still have Ohio State. Yeah, and then probably... Especially at home. You know, if this no, was, if this was at Penn State, it. we could talk, but... And then, I don't have any faith in Penn State, to be honest with you. I don't think they... I don't think they come close. They probably lose by 20-plus, I think. Watch them win. They're going to win now because I fucking said that. <laughs> I ain't Raza, but I got some curses. Ah, man. Imagine. I have, yeah, actually. You've, you've, got, you've been a little cursy Not lately. exactly fun. I, gotta, I, got, I need to be taught in the, the ways of the curse by Raza. Benefit, benefit, yeah. You need to learn how to uh, use that for good. Alright, so, before we go on to our last segment, I'm looking up what the big betting line of the week is. Big one? Holy shit. Okay. Last week was... It's a big one. This might be the biggest one we've had. Okay, okay. It is bigger than that. All right. I think it was 52. I think it, Actually, I think it was 52 and a half. Okay. And I will tell you that this is a whole number spread. It is Western Carolina at oh, Alabama. Oh, You see, I thought it was... What's the other one that's going to be massive? I thought um, it was going to be Arkansas. I'm going to say LSU, it's... But no, it's, I'm gonna it's go not even 58. close. 58. Is it 57? <gasps> no. Yeah, fucking, of course it is. It's 57. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, Bama's favorite. Yeah, that's 57. not a good sign. And the over-under 61. Without Tua, by the way. With, without Bama Tua. Bama might just outright win 61 nothing. Uh, they currently have... Um, so Odd Shark, which is one of the sites that works with the gambling odds, they have Bama winning Fuck. by sixty-eight to nothing. I don't know if Saban does that. Like, I don't know if Saban would do that <laughs> to a team. Does he? I mean, maybe a rival, not like Western Carolina. I don't know if Saban's a run-it-up coach, but we'll have to see. He might. Yeah, he, he might. Yeah. He, he might have no choice but to. It, yeah, it might not be like might have a choice, but might it might just happen regardless. <laughs> oh boy! All right, so 
The uh, MLB Hall of Fame has announced yeah. their ballot for this Not season. Impressed. And... I mean, there's some names on here that I could see they, they should uh, put in. But the only notable one, really, is like Derek Jeter, who obviously... He might know. be, yeah. That's a big one. He's going to be unanimous. He definitely should be. Definitely a unanimous I think he should Hall be. Famer. Um, uh, that is crazy. Until Mario yeah. to get a unanimous Hall of Fame. No, none of them. I mean that that means that like nope. Babe Ruth, Lou Gehrig, all those guys didn't weren't unanimous. Nope. Hank Aaron wasn't unanimous. Um, it's ridiculous. So I I want to look at the uh, the ballot. Let me pull it up. That is it's a twenty twenty ballot, right? Uh, let me pull that up real quick. I don't have it on me. Yes. I I know Jeter's on there. Um, all right, so let, let's go through this. So we got yeah, Bobby Jeter, Brady, yes or no? Um, I'm going to go no. <laughs> That's a no. Uh, uh, no. Josh Beckett. Can't even say I know who that is. Keith. Uh, <laughs> Josh Beckett, uh, he's played for a lot of teams. He was with uh, how the about... Marlins, the Red Sox, and the Dodgers. Uh, Hall of Famer? No. He might have been with more, but I know he was with those uh, three. Heath Bell, you think? No. no. Barry Bonds should be in. We're not even going. Heath Bell? I don't think so. Yeah, should have been first ballot. Um, Absolutely. He, sh- he should have been in early. Eric Chavez. Greatest hitter of all time. I don't care if he did roids. Hall of, Hall of slightly above average. Hall of very good. Uh, Roger Clemens should be in. Uh, who else we got? We got should be. Adam Dunn. Uh, I didn't realize Adam Dunn has been retired. I'm going to say no, but maybe in the future. If we're being honest. Maybe. That is... Again, maybe, how about, maybe in the future. Uh, I, still think, I think he's going to wind up Hall of very good. Is it Sean? I thought it was Chone. No, not Sean Figgins. I'm sorry. It's pronounced... I only know that because in MVP Baseball 2005... I forgot what team he was on in that, but I remember okay. thinking it was pronounced Sean, but then the announcers would always say Sean. Yeah, it's pronounced Sean. Yeah, like, it's... You know, yeah. Right. Someone, How about Raphael for call? It's pronounced the exact same way. How about Jason Giambi? Mm, no. Again, Hall of Fame. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say Mike Francesa Hall of Fame. Hall Definitely. of Mike Francesa. Uh, Todd Helton. <laughs> <laughs> not now though um i could see i could see it happening in the future he might it, it, i don't know how long he's been retired i don't know how many more years he has on the ballot he could i he, i think so he should about, be in the hall of fame in the future because he was a really so good how about raul ibanez but um i put him on my ballot this year how about well i must give jeter because we uh, both obviously no. would vote for jeter well andrew jones yeah. Uh, Jeff Kent. Unfortunately, no. Again, Hall right. very good. Paul Kernenko. Who? Cliff Lee. Yeah. Uh, another Hall of Very Good. Kernenko is really good. All right. Cliff Lee, probably in the future. Three. Um, yeah. I don't know how Bonds, many, Clemens, how many guesses I have right oh, now. I think I Bonds, like three Clemens, or four. Uh, Helton, and Jeter. Yeah, all right, so I'll say I'm at four right now. Bont. Uh, how about Carlos yeah, so Pena? I'll say, um, get back to me on how that. How about I'll Brad Penny? I have. How about Andy Pettit? Nope. Nope. Yeah, maybe. Maybe in a year where they this, have a very weak uh, ballot. Like, weaker than this. Because I could, I could uh, see how about J- I could JJ see Pettit in the future, but... Not MLB really. the show legend, for sure. Uh, Manny uh, Ramirez... This is a pretty weak ballot. Um, in this ballot, I I'd could say, say yes. yes. This is a pretty weak ballot. I think the thing is though, you don't have to vote for ten. You can vote for. Bro, there 10, was that year no one got 10, in. You're lame. My. 
It's baseball. It's such a shitty. How is that even possible? How about Brian Roberts, Scott Rowland, Kurt Schilling? Nope. Nope. Uh, I don't think so. Uh, I don't think. Yeah, I think I will say Kurt Schilling deserves a Hall of Fame. I don't know. Kurt. The thing about. Kurt Schilling, very good pitcher. I think a lot of guys aren't going to vote for uh, him because he's very political in one particular direction. How about Gary and, uh, Sheffield? He said some very controversial things about that. Maybe. Uh, fringe Hall I, of Fame I don't candidate. know if I could vote for him, I could, to be honest with I, I don't know. How about uh, Alfonso Soriano? Why was he... Man... Sammy Sosa. Oh, very good. That's true. He's a lot of teams. Yankees legend Alfonso Soriano, by the way. Sammy Sosa, if... Yeah. You look, the guys that did Royd, so Bonds, Clemens, and Sosa, mm. you gotta put them all in. How about Jose I don't even Valverde. put in McGuire, which is ridiculous that he wasn't Omar Vizquel. Billy Wagner. No. No. no Larry Walker. I, these are all so those was... all knows for the rest of these. So no Billy Wagner and no Larry Walker. Why? I haven't seen a lot of people making a push what for Larry the... Walker. I don't think so. Um, I don't know. So this is I, a pretty I don't, weak I don't pay attention to the Rockies too he much. Did not even get ten votes. Didn't get ten yeses. There's ones that you can look at and say maybe, but I mean, the only four sure ones are Bonds and Clemens and G. Really, I mean, Jeter. If Jeter's, and we don't even know if those I actually, you know what, I don't think Jeter's going to be unanimous. I don't. <laughs> I think a few people. Will. I don't think he's going to get a hundred percent. Oh, you think he's going to be a first up? ballot, hundred percent? But I don't think he's going to be. He's not going to be a, a unanimous. A lot of people. A lot. He should be unanimous. I That's think a lot thing. of people just think but then he's again, so many people should be unanimous. And I, I do. He he was a three hundred. He was a great. I just batting I I will say Jeter is overrated like to that? a degree. I think maybe too much so, but he. I don't think he's gonna be a unanimous. He's gonna make it. He's gonna be first ballot. I don't have any doubts about that unanimous i don't think so i think the only it's gonna be a while before we get another unanimous honestly because a rod's not gonna be you already know you already know he won't no he should be he might just be enough to um keep him out of, off the ballot for a couple years i mean the thing when the thing with mariano rivera was he never got he never got any like any th- allegations of PEDs, he he was just an elite closer. No, he, as far as everyone knew, he. I mean, I'm just, I'm just. He was just I think I'm gonna give him the closer. benefit of the doubt. I'm just gonna say he was just a good. He was just fine all around. He never controversial. Never, you know. He was the best ever at it. He shouldn't have He's been the doing. best He's ever. Um, was, you know, pretty damn and good at it. <sighs> There's, would, you're agree, right yeah. on the fact that there should be many, many more unanimous people in the Baseball Hall of Fame, but I don't think we're ever going to get that many. You know what I mean? Yeah. He might be unanimous. I mean, look, Mike Trout will probably be... We are very long. I think he, he's probably the next. He's probably away. the next lock to be a, a unanimous Hall of Famer. It's like twenty eight, twenty nine. That's right. Yeah, because yeah. he's only what like. Oh, I wouldn't be stunned if he goes yeah, he into the mid twenty thirties at least. And like not. I mean, maybe not mid. I mean, mid twenty thirties, but. You know, he'd probably still be playing in the twenty thirties. He definitely will be. Yeah. Which is Early so crazy to think about. I mean, yeah, like he's got. We're not even in the twenty twenties. I mean, we're close. We're close. Yeah. That's. 
Yeah, we got uh, six more weeks. So uh, we didn't actually plan to talk about this, but since the episode is running kind of short... Oh, never mind. It's almost an hour. Yeah, never mind. I was going to say, who do we think are MLB Hall of Fame candidates that are like playing right now? What, I wanted to but, ask uh, you before we We can end save that for an episode where we don't have anything to the, talk about. Uh, the reports that the Patriots are open to bringing AB back. Or they've talked about it. Really? He hasn't you done anything stupid recently, back. so I mean... If as long as he doesn't do anything stupid in this whole, you know, if he just keeps his head down and plays football and doesn't <sighs> Where, do all those. At other what things point do you just say him? I don't I have morals? Um It's getting dangerously close to what AD is done. There has to be a line somewhere. Um I don't know. <laughs> Look, if if more stuff comes out about AB, then I'm just done with it. The fact that he's uh, the fact that his name's been out of the news aside from this. No, really, I saw it. That and the there was the fucking burner one? account drama. I don't know if you saw this, but he, I know about. There was I know a second one. burner. There was a second um, burner account that came out. There was a second one. It was the same stuff. I, yeah, everyone knew about the first uh, one. I think that's why he made a second one. <laughs> he got big brain, <laughs> Mr. Big, Mr. Big Cranium. You know, it really is. I just think that—that's that's peak galaxy I, brain right there. It's kind of like the cap thing, you know. Ugh. Um, he's talented enough, definitely, but I don't know if anyone really wants to touch him. Speaking of, I I thought for sure someone was going to sign him after his his uh workout but then he goes on and like he had some i don't know the details of it so i'm not gonna i'm just gonna go off what i've heard he was like saying some stuff that like i don't know exactly what he was saying but from what oh. i've heard it's stuff that probably would have turned off some teams from getting him i just like, think seemed, like, super cocky or something the media like that. attacked it exactly, in the wrong way um, i haven't personally heard so they all they never they made light more of the venue than the workout, and I feel like that was wrong. That's what it was. Well, the whole, that's the what whole it venue became about. It didn't that's become about the. It wasn't about the workout after that. Ideal. And I, I believe there has to be a reason for that venue change. There definitely is something there, but nevertheless, uh, I don't know if he's been signed i don't know if he's even in the works to get signed by anybody even though he had a pretty good workout yeah probably i feel like we would have heard something about that although i do think that this is getting this is stirring the pot a little bit i think other teams are going to look at him eventually probably i'm Mm -hmm. gonna say no one's gonna sign him this season Considering we're in what week twelve now, I think just about everyone that's got QB troubles is either dead to rights or they're gonna stand put right now. Um, but let's let's revisit this in the off season. We'll see. Uh, yeah, we'll, it's, we'll it's it possible. I hope it does happen too. Yes, I wouldn't hate to see him because he is a super exciting player. When he's, you know, he was pretty much like Lamar Jackson light. Lamar Jackson been the GOAT since he did the step back in high school. Yeah, that was Lamar. (laughs) Oh, right, that was him. Oh, my God, I completely forgot that that was Lamar Jackson. Mm. That's crazy. I remember seeing that for the first time. NFL MVP candidate. We all try to recreate that. We were playing... We were playing pickup, and yeah, instead of uh, you know, mm-hmm. being Lamar Jackson, we were just a bunch of white kids I mean, that were not nearly as athletically gifted, in the slightest. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, not I many, mean, uh, not many. How many people are as athletically gifted as Lamar Jackson? Let's be honest. 
It's uh, very few indeed. All right, well, I think that's going to do it for episode 67 of Walking Here. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at IWH Podcast. You can follow myself on Twitter at Ian M. Cusick. That is spelled C-U-S-I-C-K. Follow Bryce on Twitter at 